It's the next level. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying? You know, violently. I wonder, like, what would be the most horrible way to die? interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. All right, Lurkers, welcome back to What Lurks, Lurks Behind, Behind Podcast, Podcast Zero. Zero, DC edition. Yeah, this past weekend was DC Fandom. It was a virtual convention. And, you know, I've been trying to think of new things to do for the podcast, try and change things up a little bit. And I thought, what a what a perfect chance to do something different. Because I'm a huge comic book nerd. On top of being a horror movie nerd and a science fiction nerd, action movies and all that fun stuff, I do like comic books. I do like superheroes. I admit I've been going through a massive superhero burnout this year. I used to be like really big into all the CW shows, all the Marvel movies, all that fun stuff. And then, I don't know. I just just dropped off. Um, <laughs> and it kind of got um, reinvigorated, I guess, would be the word to use. When last weekend, trying to figure out something to watch, uh, wanted to kill some time. And I was like looking through different streaming services, VHS tapes. Nothing was striking me last weekend. And then I went to Netflix, which I don't normally go on Netflix as much as I used to. But I went on there, and here in Canada, it's different than the United States. Um, the show DC's Titans is on Netflix here in Canada. And I had watched season one. I really enjoyed it, and I never went back to it. And I was like, you know what? Let's watch season two. Let's see what the hype was. I knew Deathstroke was a part of it, right? And I've always been a fan of the Deathstroke that was in the Arrow TV show, but thought well you know let's give titans a chance and i really really enjoyed season two minus that season finale that was when that when the finale was done i'm like what the fuck did i just watch (laughs) like i was not happy with the finale but that being said i know that season three is coming in the united states united states it has switched over to hbo max i believe Uh, It sounds like DC Universe is going bye-byes because uh, all the shows, uh, I think, um, what is it, Doom Patrol, I think, is also going to HBO Max, and Stargirl will be exclusively CW now and stuff like that. So, I mean, sounds like DC Universe is on its way out. But, yeah, it kind of, just watching Titans, even though, like I said, that season finale kind of irked me quite a bit but I mean it was it was nice to get back into that and I've since then I've started now watching Doom Patrol I'm about five episodes in probably gonna knock that off tonight after I finish recording this but um yeah like I just I find that I'm getting a little bit more back into the whole superhero gig thing like 
I mean, you got to keep in mind my first podcast, which is no longer around, but it was, you know, solely based around comic book heroes, um, basically DC and Marvel. But every now and then I would branch out to other things. And through that podcast, I started doing horror movie reviews, which made me realize that's more what I wanted to do. <laughs> For those of you who remember that uh, that podcast, my Alien Covenant uh, review was quite generous because I was trying to convince myself that I liked that movie and it just, no, was not happening. But anyways, to get back on topic for this week's mini episode, this episode won't be a long one. Um, as I said earlier, DC Fandom did take place this past weekend. As a matter of fact, it was Saturday. It was a 24 hour thing. Um, Basically, and it was really confusing at first, like how they were going to do it. I was like, I have no clue when anything is airing. Like the schedule just seemed really messed up, but I get now what they're doing. They're splitting it up into two parts. And the first part was this past weekend, which was the Hall of Heroes. And then in September, there will be um, an additional part to the convention, virtual convention, obviously, but it's going to deal more with TV and stuff like that. This was more focusing on movies uh, that were coming up uh, and a few video game announcements, which I will get to in a bit. But yeah, so this is going to be a mini episode. I don't plan on talking very long. As a matter of fact, I probably won't talk about everything that happened during DC Fandom. Um, It's uh, just things that I picked out that got me excited, got me hyped up. And I figured, you know what? I know technically this is supposed to be horror and science fiction that I talk about, but with some of the things that we saw this past weekend from DC Fandom, there were definitely elements of horror and science fiction very prevalent. So I'm kind of really not branching out too far. Um, So DC Fandom started, technically you could start streaming it at... uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. And it was an eight, basically an eight-hour block. It went from 1 till 9 uh, with all pre-recorded panels, trailer reveals, um, interviews, and stuff like that. And then it would repeat itself again for another eight hours and then another eight hours after that, basically hitting all time zones and you know, like people over in Australia would still be able to watch it during the day because it would air later on for them when it's their daytime. You know what I mean? Like, so it was kind of clever at first. Like I said, it was very confusing. I'm like, this sucks because like I work on Saturday night. So I'm like, I'm going to miss so much. I actually didn't miss as much as I thought it would. And on top of that, almost everything that happened found its way to YouTube after through DC. So that's really awesome of them. Um, like all the trailers that I'm going to be talking about, all the reveals and everything are pretty much on YouTube. So you feel free to go check out whatever you would like, not to mention on the Facebook page for what lurks behind podcast zero. I did post three of the trailers that really stood out to me. So without further ado, we'll get into it. And I'm going to admit none of this is really in order. Uh, it's just based, um, based in like how, like, Going from, what do I have? I think eight, nine points to talk about. Uh, Going through, like, you know, least impressive, which, (laughs) to be honest, the whole thing was impressive. But I'm going to, like, work my way down to my favorite things. So my favorite things from the fandom will be last. Let's put it that way. 
So it starts off, though, at 1 o'clock, there was uh, the Wonder Woman 1984 panel or Wonder Woman 84 panel. And they had a trailer as well. The trailer looks really sweet. Um, and it was very weird watching. It, it's these virtual conventions. I get it. It's, you know, the year 2020. It's the times, whatever. But they feel weird to me because I feel like I'm just watching someone's Zoom video, really. <laughs> like, But... Wonder Woman, um, Gal Gadot was present for that. Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, and Patty Jenkins, and oh shit, Pascal Pedro Pascal, um, who's also the Mandalorian, I might add. But anyways, um, so they were present, and then a little bit further into their panel, Linda Carter joined them as well. It was really cool to see. The trailer looks awesome. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure how I feel about Cheetah yet only because it's very quick we see her they're very quick glimpses so I think Kristen Wiig will do a good job I'm not worried about that it's just I know that for certain elements of that they definitely had to go CGI I get it so we'll see how that works out um the one thing about the Wonder Woman panel, though, for me personally watching it was it it was almost too happy for me. Um, everybody was all like, oh, I love you and I'm, I love our fans and all stuff, which I get. They're supposed to do that, obviously. I mean, they're not going to go on there and go, our fans suck ass, you know, <laughs> like I get it. But it was almost too happy for me. I'm like, eh, you're up here. You need to be down here a little. But I mean... It is what it is. I mean, it wasn't horrible by any means. It definitely got me excited for the movie, which the movie is, they're saying, theaters only. So they're holding out till they can put this baby in the theaters. And I believe there is actually a release date, which I didn't write down. As a matter of fact, my notes this week are half a page long. Uh, It's basically this talk about this talk about (laughs) I didn't do a whole lot of research this week because, like I said, mini episode just talking bullet points of things that impress me and whatnot. So Wonder Woman 1984 was how they kicked it off, though. Um, What came after that, I'm holding off till later because it was one of two very key moments for the weekend for me. So I'm holding off on that. That'll come later. But other things that kind of stood out for me, uh, we did get some... Glimpses of the Flash movie. Looks like it's going to be a Flashpoint Paradox kind of movie going to introduce the multiverse to the DC movie universe, uh, which is obviously going to tie in still with the TV universe because we all remember Crisis, the DC CW um, crossover series they did there where Ezra Miller's Flash met Grant Gustin's Flash. And that's apparently where he will get his name, The Flash, from. So, I mean, it, they're saying they're bringing the multiverse to the movies, but, I mean, I think it's it's really just going to tie the whole goddamn thing all into one. And, obviously, it will because we already had this reported, but I'm mentioning it on this podcast for purposes. Michael Keaton is returning as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. So is Ben Affleck. Wow. All right. So this is pretty cool. Um, Not sure how this will tie in with Pattinson's uh, Batman, but uh, I almost called him Robin. (laughs) In a way, he kind of looks like Robin. But anyways, um, more younger. Uh, But yes, so Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck will both be in this movie. There was also the reveal of the new Flash suit, which looked pretty decent from what I've seen. Um, 
I'm not going to lie. I missed most of the Flash part. Uh, and I had... It's really weird with the Flash movie because I'm... I want to keep up to date on what's going to happen with it, but at the same time, I'm trying to avoid spoilers. And the Michael Keaton thing really originally pissed me off because I was like, man, you would have mind-fucked everybody had you not told us this was coming. It's kind of my thing with spoilers. And it's the internet age. I get it. They realize that, you know, someone catches a little, you know, camera shot with their phone of Michael Keaton on the set. You know what happens. So I get why they announced these things during the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, crossover series. I bitched and complained about so many different things because it was like everything was a reveal. This was a reveal. That's a reveal. You know, Burt Ward is going to be there and we're going to have, you know, Huntress from the CW or the WB's Birds of Prey series. And we're going to have this and we're going to have that. And it really pissed me off because it was like there was so much you could have kept secret. But I get it. So with The Flash, the movie, um, the Michael Keaton reveal, as much as it pissed me off to find out, at the same time, I'm extremely excited because this opens up a whole new world for us. So opens up a whole new opportunity to eventually, maybe one day, finally get our goddamn Batman Beyond movie with Keaton as old Bruce Wayne. You have no clue how much I would fucking love that like that and i'm with like every other batman fan out there we've been begging for this for years and with the flash movie this opens up that opportunity will they do it who knows but let's hope there was nothing revealed that i saw this weekend to suggest that but i'm pretty sure it's something they're considering in the back of their minds on top of that bringing back affleck's batman um Seems uh, on par for what I'm going to be talking about next because that Snyder cut that was supposedly a rumor and was not true and there's no Snyder cut, it's never coming out. Well, we now saw a glimpse of the Justice League Snyder cut that will be going to HBO Max. And yeah, I like what I see so far. I mean, obviously it opens up with, um, okay, so a lot of people are saying it's Darkseid, which it technically is, but I guess it's his younger form, which I don't remember. It's like Euxus, I think was how it was pronounced, but basically it's Darkseid. Uh, Steppenwolf will still be a part of this, but we got that first glimpse of, you know, our CGI version of Darkseid. And on top of that, we saw a lot of different things. We saw some things that were in the original Justice League movie. But we get to see a bit of a darker side as well. Which is what people, I think, tonally wanted for the Justice League movie. When we got it and all of a sudden, you know, Batman's hokey and cracking jokes. And everyone's so happy and gleeful. And, you know, I get that's Whedon's thing, Joss Whedon's thing, whatever, you know, to always incorporate humor into even the darkest of shows. We saw it with Buffy and Angel, you know, more than enough times. But it didn't work after you had Man of Steel, which is, you know, very, like, gloomy and it was very dark. Um, And with that ending that was, like, very depressing. You had Batman versus Superman, which was very dark. Uh, Suicide Squad seemed to be about the only film that, you know, was light and campy, but it was kind of doing its own thing. 
Um, and then, you know, Aquaman. Aquaman worked on a lot of levels. I mean, yes, some people have issues with Amber Heard, whatever. But, I mean, Aqua, Aquaman worked on different types of levels. It had its humor, but it was it was what it was supposed to be. Shazam, same thing. You know, Shazam's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be hokey and fun and all that. And that's exactly what it was. Um, but that Justice League movie just felt really out of place. When you looked at the whole idea of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman, of course, in my opinion so far, has been the most epic of the movies to come out in this, you know, current DCEU kind of thing. So I have no complaints about Wonder Woman. That movie was perfect. (laughs) That's why I'm kind of looking forward to uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is because if it was, if it's anything as good as that, we are in for a treat. But yes, so Justice League, we saw... We saw more of Vic Stone, um, a.k.a. Cyborg. We see Batman now fighting parademons, not running away. Uh, That was kind of nice. I assume that whole storyline where they saved that family out in, like, you know, wherever the fuck that was, uh, that I don't think is going to be a part of it, but maybe it still is. Who knows? Uh, I do know that, so Justice League Snyder Cut is going to be four hours long. And will originally, I guess when it's going to premiere, it will be done in four one-hour parts. Which will break it up so it's not a four-hour sitting. However, it will also be available for a full four-hour movie. So, that I assume the four-hour movie will come after they've aired the four parts. Knowing me, I'm probably not going to wait for that. I'm probably going to watch each of the parts and be pissed off. I have to wait a week for the next episode. But, um, yeah, it, it looks like we're we're going to be in for, I think, what most of us fans expected we were going to get. Uh, we do see Superman in the black suit. So that's, you know, everyone's really excited about that. Um I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be great. Um, I mentioned Suicide Squad. So now James Gunn is helming this new Suicide Squad movie. And it's called The Suicide Squad. Which I'm kind of glad they didn't call it Suicide Squad 2. Because I get the feeling that this is sort of meant to be its own thing. We do see recurring characters like Harley Quinn, Boomerang, and whatnot. There are characters who will uh, return from the first movie. But we also see that Harley Quinn... This is this is the only reason why I'm talking about this, guys, by the way. Because Suicide Squad movie impressed me, but there wasn't a lot to see. It was more behind the scenes. Here, we're doing this kind of thing. Um, but we got to see that Harley will be in her traditional colors of black and red and looking more like the Arkham Games version um, and more similar to the comics, uh, later comics, obviously. I don't know if we'll get the actual Harlequin suit. That would be really awesome if they tie that in there somewhere, somehow. But yeah, she she actually, you know, and I'm not going to lie, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey movie really, really disappointed me. Um, not so much for Harley, but for the Birds of Prey. Uh, that is not Black Canary. That is not Cassandra Kane. Uh, Huntress was eh. Uh, Renee Montoya could have been anybody. Um, that that movie really put a sour taste in my mouth towards the Harley character. And then I see this, and I'm like, okay, I'm back on board. I'm, I, Margot Robbie was never the issue for me, though. Like she's, I felt she's always. She's always been that 
um, she has that Harley Quinn persona down pretty good. Like she's batshit crazy and at the same time emotional and at the same time, you know, I think they ham it up a little too much with the Jokerisms. Like, you know, my Mr. J, my Mr. J, okay, whatever. But that uh, a lot of that was the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie, which really pissed me off. Um, and, you know, save for you and McGregor trying to save that film and even, even he doing the best he probably could have couldn't have saved that that was not black mask um but getting back to suicide squad the movie uh it was nice to see a lot of recurring characters and at the same time idris elba is going to be in this movie and from rumors for what i heard P- peter capaldi who was the 12th doctor and i really enjoyed him as the 12th doctor uh he's going to be in this and it's like it, there there's a lot of cast reveals they brought and whatnot to it polka dot man is going to be in this movie Polka Dot Man, seriously, you are bringing Polka Dot Man to the fucking big screen. Okay, I, I can't wait to see how. What's next? Rainbow Batman, <laughs> which has been done in the comics, kids. But yeah, uh, Suicide Squad movie. It's James Gunn. I, I I like James Gunn. I like what he did with the Guardians of the Galaxy films and whatnot. Um, yeah, whatever. He had his little controversy with you know 10 years ago on twitter i said you know whatever okay fuck off cancel culture this my fucking ass anyways um hey uh yeah so suicide squad movie so far to this point has my approval uh not as hyped about it as i would like to be but again didn't see a whole lot um okay so i mentioned titans earlier that i watched season two I am excited for season three, despite how they ended season two, but we got a little bit of news about Titans and one character I think we kind of knew was on the horizon for that. Um, Spoilers, by the way, for those of you who have not seen season two yet, you might want to fast forward a few seconds here because Jason Todd was in season two. Jason Todd was a whiny little bitch in season two. <laughs> he didn't like the way the Titans were doing things, which, okay, whatever. He, I'll be honest with you. The actor himself did a great fucking job. Anyways, in season three, apparently Jason Todd, from the sounds of it, will be Red Hood. So they're going to bring in that whole idea of... The Outsiders, which we did see at one point in season two of Titans, Donna Troy receives a call from Roy Harper. Rumors in the past had it that Colton Haynes, who was Roy Harper on the Arrow show, may eventually find his way to Titans. But that was all rumor, and no one has ever actually heard any confirmation on this. From what I actually heard, I thought it was you know null and void, but I could be wrong on that. I, Like I said, I didn't research this week. (laughs) I just wrote down bullet points of what I wanted to talk about. So anyways, we do know that Roy Harper exists in this universe. Now, whether or not he's Colton Haynes, Roy Harper, or someone else remains to be seen. However, I think that opened the door for the outsiders. And now knowing that Red Hood is coming is going to open it up even more. So we'll have that. On top of that, the Titans show is also adding Barbara Gordon and Scarecrow. The Barbara Gordon thing kind of threw me for a loop. I didn't see that happening, but I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And Scarecrow, of all villains, uh, 
really threw me for a loop. But then again, maybe this works. Maybe this will work really well, especially like having like Scarecrow going up against Raven kind of thing, like with the whole mind fuckery and whatnot. Who knows? Uh, it could be really well done. All I know is there better be crypto. Uh, I've already said after watching Titan season two, I'm like, can I get like just a series of crypto, the dog? Like, really? Like I could, I could watch that crypto and Superboy. Give me that. And I'll be more than happy or better yet. Crypto and, you know, ace, the bat hound, uh, which more on that in a little bit, but, um, yeah. So Titans is adding red hood, Barbara Gordon and scarecrow. And I thought, you know, I'm excited about that. I know some people might complain or whatever. That's the way of the world, but I'm excited. One thing to note before I get into the final three. Um, so Black Adam was revealed uh, via a motion comic book is what it kind of looked like. It was like, it was like animated, but not, well, motion comic book, right? And the voiceover was done by The Rock. I'm excited about this. I think this is going to be great. My only little complaint. And again, I understand in the world we live in right now, production probably hasn't even started on this movie. So, okay, I get it. There's not much to show. But I'm kind of hoping The Rock slips out of being The Rock. Because it basically sounded like Dwayne Johnson just narrating a motion comic book. And I kind of hope he brings more to the character of Black Adam. But again, this was just a reveal. It was just a little promo put together just to let everyone know, hey, by the way, you know how in you know 20th Century Fox released a passion project by Ryan Reynolds known as Deadpool? Well, hey, we're doing it too because The Rock has been wanting to be Black Adam forever and we are still doing it. And that's kind of the way I took this was like just kind of putting it out there that, hey, Remember that guy, Dwayne Johnson? You remember him? He wanted to be Black Adam? Well, here you go. We are doing it. It's just going to be a bit until, you know, we get the A-OK that we can all be, you know, normal again. So <laughs> so that's kind of how I took it. Um, it intrigued me. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I would hope that down the stretch that DC is putting in the back of their minds a Black Adam, Shazam, Superman movie. That would be fucking great because Zachary Levy is always is already great as Shazam and love him or hate him. Henry Cavill is a, you know, he's definitely got the build for Superman and putting him up against a man like The Rock with that build would be fucking amazing. So very believable, too. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's that now. I'm going to go quickly into my last three bullet points and then. I'm going to, well, it's uh, technically I have four bullet points, but one is just quick announcement and that's it. So video game reveals. Ah, oh, yes, we had two really good video game reveals. One by Rocksteady and one by WB Montreal. First off, the Rocksteady one, which looks funny. It looks awesome. And... It's kind of what we would have wanted the Suicide Squad movie originally to have been. Yes, I'm talking about the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League video game coming from Rocksteady in 2022, I believe. Will be next gen, obviously. So PS5 and what is it? Xbox X, I think they're calling it. Xbox Series X. I, 
Xbox confuses me all the time, but whatever. It's going to be next gen, and then obviously PC, of course. But um, it looked funny. It looked awesome. Uh, Tara Strong, for anyone out there, yes, Tara Strong's voicing Harley. Yay! That made me kind of happy, too, because honestly, if it's not Arlene Sorkin, which she probably will never do the role again, it's got to be Tara Strong. And Tara's doing it, and I was extremely happy to hear her voice in it. Uh, King Shark is going to be in this. Boomerang is hilarious. And then, of course, the whole idea of Kill the Justice League. Well, we hear, you know, during the promo, uh, Amanda Waller calls in Task Force X. You guys need to be on point, sending you off on a mission. And what's that mission? Well, looks like Superman's gone rogue. So I'm assuming so is the rest of the Justice League. Uh, Hence, Kill the Justice League, right? And anyways, we see Superman, he like, you know, obliterate some dude with his eye lasers and whatnot. And what does Boomerang do? What is what's Boomerang's reaction? Oh, I'll kill Superman. He throws a boomerang at him and it bounces off Superman. And I'm dying laughing. I'm like, this is awesome. This Rocksteady. And currently at the moment, I'm replaying Arkham Asylum yet again. But uh, they never fail to impress me and they never fail to bring a smile to my face i'm right now currently playing arkham asylum i think this is either my fourth or fifth time running through this game and i never get bored and i always catch new things i didn't catch before and i just have so much fun with rocksteady games that said everybody does know i think i've mentioned it before on this podcast and i mentioned it on my old podcast arkham origins is my favorite Batman game. And I know that's blasphemy, right? Because my God, Arkham city was the greatest. Arkham asylum was amazing. Arkham Knight, Well, (laughs) take out all the bat tank and everybody was happy. Personally, I like the bat tank, but anyways, um, but Arkham origins was always my favorite story. I always enjoyed that one. And yeah, I know Joker was the main villain and everyone was pissed that it was Joker again, whatever. I don't care. I, I enjoyed it. I loved that the the whole idea of dark Batman on Christmas Eve night and everything. WB Montreal put out a really good game that unfortunately had some glitches. And I've experienced a few myself. Oh, well, whatever. It happens. Um, for people complaining, here, time travel back to 1981 and go play Pong. Let's see how long your attention is kept. <laughs> so, you know, I get it. Like... Yes, we, we want a game that's glitch-free. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 had better be glitch-free for all the sh- fucking work they're putting into it. But, I mean, shit happens. Sometimes there's glitches. And Arkham Origins had glitches, which kind of marred its whole reputation. That being said, WB Montreal did, or WB Games Montreal, I should say, did put out an awesome Arkham Origins. So, naturally, when I heard this reveal... I fucking lost my shit because I've been following the rumors on this for at least two years now. And every time I've posted articles on my social media accounts or I've talked about it or whatever, I've had the same things always thrown in my face. It's just a rumor. They're never going to make the fucking game. You're waiting on a pipe dream. Fuck your court of owls, blah, blah, blah. Well, suck it because now we finally got my reveal, the game I've been waiting for for at least two years now. I mean, you got to figure, what, what was it? 
Arkham Knight came out in 2015. We've been waiting five years for another Batman game. And I know some people will say, oh, it's always got to be Batman. Well, because Batman games are fucking fun. Gotham Knights was revealed. The Court of Owls were revealed. And, uh-oh, dun 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 spoilers, Batman's dead. Or is he? I mean, honestly, really, we don't really believe he's dead. But supposedly he's dead. This reveal, this trailer opens up, you know, Batman's like, well, if you're watching this, I'm dead. I love that, you know, and how many times you see that in the movies and whatnot. If you're watching this, I'm dead. We saw it even in Scream. What was it? Uh, Jamie Kennedy's character there. What? Randy. I've almost called him Ryan. Uh, Randy. You know, he's got that VCR tape. And if you're watching this, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. So Bruce Wayne did the same thing. And we find out he's left the Belfry to whoever he's talking to. And he's like, you will now have to protect Gotham. And who are we playing as? Well, not one, not two, not three, but four fucking characters. This is awesome. We will be Batgirl. We will be Robin. We will be Red Hood. And we will be Nightwing. Hey, man, this is awesome. We get to play as the Bat family for once. And for those of you who are into this, it's a co-op game. You can play with your friends. You can, well, one friend. I think they said it was like two-player co-op, which, hey, that's awesome. You know, you want to play with someone. You're, let's say you're Batgirl and you want someone to be Red Hood or however the game is going to work. We we don't see a whole lot. We saw a bit of gameplay. Uh, apparently it's, uh, you know, a, a portion midway through the game uh, where we have to fight Mr. Freeze, which I might add, Mr. Freeze looked fucking amazing. Oh, he looked so sweet. Um, but yeah, there was gameplay that was shown, a trailer that was shown, and I was beside myself. I was like, yes, fucking finally. Now everyone that has told me that it's just a rumor can kiss my ass because I've just, I've been watching it for so long and I've been reading articles and watching Twitter and watching Facebook. And I mean, like, I hate social media. You guys know that, but I would look up Batman Court of Owls game. Batman Court of Owls game. And of course, like the trailer, they don't give you the Court of Owls right away either. They make you wait for that. Um, You know, and the Talon is coming, which is obviously part of the Court of Owls. But I mean, here's the thing. So a lot of people are already speculating online. Could Bruce Wayne be, you know, a Talon? I don't know so much about that. I I don't believe he's dead. I'm going to put that out there now. I don't believe that Batman is actually dead. I think that this is Batman's way of testing his quote-unquote sidekicks. I think this is his way of... Because at the end of Arkham Knight, spoilers, uh, Batman you know, puts the Nightfall protocol into effect and supposedly is gone. Go bye-bye. Never to be seen again. Um, I did like that some, someone I saw commented and they said, yeah, Batman's not dead, but he's probably going to be sitting in Paris and you'll see Alfred sit down at a table and he'll wave at him with like some hot girl sitting next to him and then he'll disappear. I'm like, yeah, where have we seen that before? But <laughs> um, but yeah, this it, the game looks awesome. The game looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I, I noticed that a lot of the gameplay is very similar to the previous... Batman game. So I like that they're going to stick with the same kind of model. Obviously the graphics are a little bit more amped up. This will be a next gen game coming in 2021. Um, I don't, I wouldn't put it past like, you know, 
Sony and Xbox to also have it for PS4 and Xbox One, but I think I think they're aiming for next gen with this one, um, which I'm fine with. I, more than likely by then, I will own either a PS5 or an Xbox X or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it the Xbox, whatever the fuck it's called. But um, so yeah, the, the, that was one of. The two really big highlights for me. Now, obviously, what was my biggest highlight? Okay, so you already know. You already know. Okay, so, and I've talked about this on the podcast before in other episodes, you know, opening rants and whatnot. (sighs) Can we please can the fucking Twilight jokes now? Because we get a preview trailer and I say preview trailer because it, it at the very end it even says 2021 but it also says currently in production so I mean things could change and I like that they did that because you know what if for whatever reason a certain scene is not in the movie I don't want to hear people bitching that oh well the trailer misled us no this was a reveal trailer this is kind of to give you your first glimpse of what they're at what point they're at in the movie right now and Pattinson is going to be just fine. I already knew this. If you've seen The Lighthouse, okay, and I know that he's done other movies. I highlight The, the Lighthouse because you that is not Robert Pattinson. That is a man in a totally different character. He can act. And those of us who branched past The Twilight, you know, who watched Cosmopolis and uh, what was the other one? There was another one he did that was really good. And I can't think of it. But and then I say The Lighthouse because I fucking love The Lighthouse, a movie with, you know, our future Batman and the previous Green Goblin because Willem Dafoe's. In it. And I mean, it's oh, such a great movie. But anyways, we now have seen what Robert Pattinson looks and will act like as the Batman. There's one scene where he pummels the fucking shit out of some dude. And it's one, it's refreshing (laughs) because don't get me wrong. I understand that Batman is supposed to be, you know, sleek and elegant and he doesn't use guns and, you know, he, he does things in a civil manner, but this is 2020. The movie's coming out in 2021 we are not civil people these days. <laughs> Some people need a fucking beat down. So seeing him do that beat down was awesome. Uh, not to mention for those of you who have played Arkham Knight, you do know that if you know, you attack a guy in the game and then he's laying on the ground, you can continue to hammer him till he's fucking knocked out cold. And it looks just like that. So I thought that was awesome. The suit. I have no problems with the suit. I know some people have complained about the cowl. I think the cowl looks all right because I like a cowl to look different than previous iterations. Um, So I'm okay with it. I I don't mind that it looks different. And not to mention, I get the feeling many people have commented on this. This is a year one, year two Batman. Okay. Like this is a younger Batman. He's got like kind of longer hair. He's very young, chiseled, but not bulky. Um, He's kind of thin which christian bale did that just fine for three movies and we were all good with it so i have no problem with that uh we do see glimpses of catwoman who's being played by zoe kravitz lenny kravitz's daughter uh we see commissioner gordon we see ah this was interesting so colin farrell is in this trailer 
but you wouldn't have fucking recognized him. Holy shit. I saw, like, I, the day after the trailer reveal, I'm seeing these, like, you know, these articles being posted online, and I'm seeing, you know, people saying, oh, Colin Farrell was in that trailer. I'm like, he was not. I didn't see no penguin in there. I didn't see no no Colin Farrell because supposedly he's going to be Oswald Cobblepot. I mean, I was I was talking with people online the next day, going, "Rumor has it he's in this," and I don't know if it's supposed to be as a trilogy or one a single film or what the fuck they're doing because I didn't see him. And then we see him. It's been highlighted. He oh he's there, and holy shit. Kudos to the practical effects team on that one because apparently that's not CG. That is all practical effects, and he looks nothing like himself. Sure does look like Oswald Cobblepot, though. So my whole thing is, and I'm not a Colin Farrell fan. I'll put that out there right now. I don't like pretty much anything he's been in. Am I saying he's a bad actor? Mm, No. I'm just saying he's never impressed me. However, Ben Affleck and Colin Farrell were both in a superhero movie years back. And both, well, one has already redeemed himself. So has Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was in a bad superhero movie and he redeemed himself. Ben Affleck was Daredevil, redeemed himself as Batman. Ryan Reynolds was Green Lantern, redeemed himself as Deadpool. Colin Farrell was Bullseye in Daredevil, and I hated him in that. The only thing I liked about that Daredevil movie was pretty much Michael Duncan Clark. That's it. Jennifer Gardner, no. Horrible. Horrible. I I, I just didn't... Here's the funny thing. I can watch that movie. The director's cut, of course, but I can watch it. But I hate everybody in it. So, (laughs) if that's saying something, I don't know. But... The way I'm looking at it is, is if Colin Farrell could fuck up in Daredevil, this might be his chance to redeem himself as Penguin. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to hope for the best. And then there's the Riddler. We know it's the Riddler. And supposedly Hush, which was interesting. But here's my thing. So, and a friend of mine uh, actually highlighted this a lot better than I probably would have because he was saying that my friend Justin was saying if Riddler was done in a way of like the Zodiac killer, it would be really fucking cool. And I think that is a great description. And I think that's exactly what this looks like. It's going to do. I saw like bloody disgusting was saying this looks like, you know, the DC's version of seven. Yeah. But that's what we want from Batman. We want a, a film noir thing. We want a detective movie. We're tired of like, well, I shouldn't say we're tired of it, but let's do Batman differently. He's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Let's have him be a detective, which looks like that's a lot of what they're going to do with this movie. Yes, the action's coming. Yes, Pattinson's going to lay some beatdowns or, well, his stunt double will. <laughs> that's the thing with Affleck, too. Everybody always talks about that that scene in the warehouse, you know, the, the, the Batman fight where it looked like it was right out of an Arkham game. And it's like, but that was actually his stunt double. You do know that, right? Like, but... um. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm i impressed with what I saw. I think this is going to turn out to be a great Batman movie. I've read shit online about this is supposed to be another trilogy. Some people say it's not. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know all the facts about this. I don't. 
all I know is, is I saw that fucking trailer and I was like, I am in, I, I love it. I, I think it's awesome for the first time in a long, well, pretty much ever. We're going to have three different Batmans. I mean, four, if you want to include Ian Glenn, who was Bruce Wayne in Titans, you know, um, but <laughs> we're going to have three, at least three different Batmans on the major screens. And I'm excited about this. I'm a huge Batman fan. I'm not one of these people that's like, why is it always Batman? Yes, I like other shit as well. Fuck, I just watched that Deathstroke, uh, what is it, Knights and Dragons, which is basically the CWC had a 12-part series on Deathstroke, and this is like the full movie put together. That was fucking amazing, and not a mention of Batman anywhere in that. I was fine with it. I loved it. Um... I agree. Yes, we need more DC without Batman, but give me more Batman. I'm totally fine with this. And seeing that trailer that I, between that and Gotham Knights, they were definitely my two highlights of the week or weekend, I should say. Um, and yeah, I wanted to leave those for last. Before I end this episode, I do want to say that also very, um, very quickly. In terms of the animated world, because I did mention that Deathstroke animated movie. So new animated movies were announced to come in the latter part of 2020 into 2021. And one of them made me gleeful. Uh, But yeah, so Superman Man of Tomorrow is coming. This will be the first movie post-Apocalypse War. Which, spoilers, if you saw Apocalypse War, Flash did it again. Another Flashpoint Paradox wiped out the existence to start a whole new DC animated universe. And this will be the first film. Now they're saying it's a standalone film, but it might not be. It could be the jumping point for the next animated universe. We're not really sure at this point. Also, Batman and Death in the Family is coming, I believe. I think it's really late this year. I think November or December. And it's supposed to be the first ever interactive movie where you, the audience, the fan watching the movie, get to pick whether or not Jason lives or dies. Kind of like they did in the comics way back when, when there was like that, what was it, a 1-800 number you called and you voted in whether or not Jason should live, Jason should die, and, well, we all killed him. (laughs) We said, yeah, fuck that kid. Um, And then, of course, they brought him back as Red Hood, and, well, thanks for playing along, but... You know, you win a chance to play again some other time, which apparently is now. So there's this movie coming out, and I believe this will be, I, I'm a think, I'm, I'm thinking anyways, it'll be a standalone film. I mean, in a way, it's a prequel to Under the Red Hood. So I guess it should be interesting to see all the, re, all the voice actors from Under the Red Hood are returning for this movie. So looking forward to that. But then here were the ones that were announced at DC Fandom coming in 2021 and one of them in 2022 so first off we're going to start with justice society world war ii which is basically going to be the the old version of the justice league um like you know but the justice league we know it as today like you know like 80s 90s and 2000s what with it being superman batman wonder woman flash green lantern uh Shazam, Cyborg, Green Arrow, Black Canary, stuff like that. I mean, but 
this is the justice society. They're going to have, you know, the, um, the golden, what is it? The golden age superheroes. So you're going to get like flash, but he's going to have like that tin hat, you know? Um, and I mean, black canary, I believe was part of that. Uh, Hawkman and Hawk girl were a part of it. Flash, I think was a part of it. So, uh, well, I said flash already. What the fuck? Um, trying to think of who the other characters were. Not Martian Manhunter. I don't think he was part of it. Anyways, you get what I'm saying. It's the old Justice Society, and, and it's going to take place at World War II. So more than likely, they're fighting Nazis. Never go wrong with fighting Nazis. Um, Batman has another movie coming. This one called Soul of the Dragon. I believe it takes place in the 1970s. So this will be interesting to see. But the one I want to talk about is a two-parter. And I've been, and this is, and again, another rumor I had been, you know, hearing a lot about. And I was like, oh, fuck, I want this fucking movie. Well, it's happening. And they're doing it the same way they did The Dark Knight Returns as a two-part series, which I'm sure after the second part comes out, they'll release it as one full movie like they did Dark Knight Returns. Batman The Long Halloween. Yes! Oh, so excited about this. This is one of my favorite stories in the Batman mythos. And... I've been following this. This is another one of those things where kept seeing rumors online. I was like, fuck, will you guys just fucking do it already? Well, yeah, we're getting it. So I believe the first part is supposed to drop summertime 2021 with the second part being released in the fall, which makes sense. It's the last Halloween. I assume they're going or the last the long Halloween. Sorry. I assume they're going to release the second part in October, probably closer to Halloween. So it fits with the whole mood and the theme of it all and whatnot. And I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, I, I was... I didn't expect that to be honest is what I, what I'm more or less trying to say. Like I, I really had figured this was all just some pipe dream. It was never going to happen. And it got announced and I'm like, sweetness. Finally, my last final point. One movie has been announced for a theatrical release. It's animated coming in 2022. And you heard me joking earlier about give me a series with crypto and I'm good. Well, this is called the DC super pets. And it's going to be about Crypto and Ace the Bat Hound. I'm, I don't even care if it's for kids. I don't even care if it's like, you know, for, you know, eight years and up. I don't fucking care. I'm seeing this movie because the idea of having the two dogs as, and I, I get it, it's animated. I would, I would love to see a live action version of that, but that would be hell on the creators you know, try, trying to train dogs to do exactly, you know, what they want them to do. I mean, granted, we've had movies do this before, you know, but Milo and Otis and The Incredible Journey and stuff like that. But it's animated and I'm okay with it. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be cute. More than likely directed more kids than adults, but I'm hoping they'll do it in a way that there's still some adult humor we can have fun with. And that's about it. That That's me talking about DC Fandom. Uh, apparently, this was a bit longer than I expected. I figured I'd do this in about half an hour and add about 20 minutes on that. So, but hey, that's, that's, for me, these were the things that stood out that I was excited about. I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I know that other podcasts in the network, you know, DC Primetime is coming back for a, you know, a, an episode of, 
all based on DC uh, fandom. And I'm sure you'd probably be better off listening to their episode because they're going to be a lot more researched and thorough about what they're talking about. With me, this is all like, this is kind of like my reaction video, which I never, I will never understand reaction videos, but it's a thing apparently. Um, But this is like my, this is my reaction to DC fandom. And I got to admit, like I, like I said, I'm not one for the whole virtual con thing and whatnot. I know wizard con was going on this weekend as well. Um, they had a big Smallville panel. I know that, but I got to admit I was impressed. And like I said, the Gotham Knights reveal was like me doing the dance of joy and then seeing this first Batman trailer. And I was like, I'm in, I, and I mean, again, I wasn't one of those people going, well, he better not sparkle. Like, no, he's Pattinson is well past twilight and like people need to drop the jokes, which I mean, I was still seeing them even this weekend. I'm like, God, you guys, it's like a one trick pony with you guys, isn't it? But it is what it is. And I mean, okay, I'm, I'm okay. If like anything that I'm excited about that I've mentioned, whether it be wonder woman, justice league, you know, black Adam, Gotham Knights, Batman, whatever. If you don't feel the same, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not expecting that this is going to please everyone in the world. But I think I get annoyed with the fact of when I do go on social media and I'm looking for things because I want to see it for myself and whatnot. And you get the same old tirades every time. It's the same old comments. He better not sparkle. Uh, he still he doesn't know how to act. He was in Twilight. Okay, let the Twilight thing go, you know. And WB Games Montreal have released a lot of good games. Yes, Arkham Origins, okay. It wasn't Kevin Conroy voicing them. But fuck, you cannot tell me that Troy Baker as Joker didn't fucking blow your mind. It was like listening to Mark Hamill. Um, There better not be Joker in this Gotham Knights game. For once, I'm actually saying this. No Joker, please. But who knows? (laughs) But um, I, I... was really impressed and I mean I know I normally do horror movies and sci-fi but this this weekend I was like you know what I'm doing this special episode this mini episode which is pretty much full length episode but I'm doing this because I don't do bats bows and books podcast anymore but that that part of me is still alive and well and especially after watching Titan season two and Doom Patrol and whatnot getting back into it a bit and I was like you know what Let's do a special episode. So that's that. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope, you know, there's things about DC fandom that impressed you, or maybe they didn't impress you. Uh, Always feel free to comment or message me or whatever. You can message me at, you know, whatlurksbehindpodcast0 at gmail.com or, you know, on the Facebook page, uh, which is whatlurksbehindpodcast0.com slash, or, wow. (laughs) No, that's, (laughs) holy fuck. Facebook.com slash what lurks behind podcast zero is the Facebook page. Um, what lurks behind podcast zero.com is the website. Also the next level network.com slash podcast zero is also the other podcast. And like I said, DC primetime is going to be doing an episode on DC fandom. I assume panels to pixels will two fat dudes more than likely are going to have shit to say about this. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of DC coming out of the next level network and, you know, possibly the next week or two. 
feel free to listen to guys that know a lot more than I do. <laughs> Let's put it that way. You know, I need to stick with my hokey B movies, but I mean, yeah, I, I was really excited and I'm like, I'm doing this. So this is me, you know, saying thank you for tuning in postmortem Paul. Uh, we'll call me Batman Paul. Yeah, no, but it's actually kind of funny because I have my, you know, my day job, so to speak. Everyone calls me Batman there. So because I'm dark, gloomy, always brooding, don't like people around me, <laughs> pretty much like bats. But um, anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, Instagram, WLB podcast. Instagram, I'm on there. Yeah, I you can tell I didn't write notes this week. I was like, fuck it, man. Like I I write notes. I write these extensive notes week after week. It's like, you know what? Just do it off the cuff. Do it with passion. Just talk about what you want to talk about. And that's basically what I did. But I think I nailed everything. So I think I'm good. I hope I'm good. I might talk a little bit about Doom Patrol next episode because I'm probably going to get through that. Um, probably tonight, maybe. But anyways, thank you for listening, guys. And next episode, we'll more than likely be back to, you know, doing what I do and whatnot. But thanks for listening to this special episode, though. And until then, it's a cut. You need to shut the fuck up. Fuck you. Give me a bottle of booze. Here's my dollar. Suck my dick.